Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh my gosh, tonight Keith Lee almost killed himself in the middle of the ring. Killian Dane is on a mission and you don't talk talk trash about Rhea Ripley. It's the NXT After Show and After Buzz TV and it starts right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. Yeah. Yes. It's the Wednesday night delight. Damn right. WWE NXT. Damn right. How's everyone doing there? It's your boy Flo Pito, Global Boy. So glad and so proud to be part of your life and second screen. The NXT After Show and After Buzz TV. Exclusively in After Buzz TV, wrestling and sports. Got a lot of stuff to go into today. A huge show. Week three of the two-hour format and the one network thing. You know how it goes before we do. Let's talk to the man, the myth, the legend. This guy is a veteran of the Challenge After Show. His fans call him Punk Rock. Give it up for David Christopher. How's it going? Man, I love that issue. You're going to be like my new hype man, dude. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that. I was like, I was like buying that myself. I'm like, yeah, this guy, yeah. Oh, was like, I lying to you? <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Yo, Thank how, you. How's your week? How's everything going? Good, man. Good. It's been busy, as I was saying. Jumping around all over the place. You know, the crazy life in LA, man. But good. Oh, yeah. Good. I know. Making that money, making that dream yes, happen. Sir. NXT, live from full sale. Just overall thoughts of the show. What do you think uh, about that? I actually, I, I really enjoyed it. I think I, I liked it way more than I did last week, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just thought the I'm matches good. were just a lot more entertaining yeah. i guess the best way to put it you know what i mean um and then you know the storyline just starting to see it unfold a little bit more some of the wrestlers are i think starting to find you know their groove a little bit better i think as we're going on now i think i, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, yeah. absolutely i thought the show was pretty solid uh granted some of the matches weren't as like the takeover worthy things we're used to but it's definitely a long-term play with wwe tonight's episode is going to have the boot thing of the week we also want to take your calls a little bit later so here's a number to write down if you're going to be able to call in a little later it's 424-352 48302. We'll open the phone lines a little later so you can ask us a question, comment, or concern about everything. So, like I was saying, man, I mean, the Wednesday Night War is there. There's that other show we can't mention anymore contractually. <laughs> uh, NXT has great matches, has great energy, but, you know, for me, it just seems that this episode in particular had a bit much of one side of the thing. There were very few matches that I thought I knew the result was going to be. Or I was wrong what the result was going to be going into yeah. it. Just your thoughts about that. Um, I mean, I guess I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of some of the stuff was a little bit obvious. I mean, we were, I think, we both were stumped on that that uh, Dune match. So I mean, yeah. that that was a little different, yeah, right? I mean, then you're seeing yeah. different storylines come to play, and then I mean, we keep getting teased by the Finn things. So, I mean, there's there's things there, yeah, that are predictable, but I'm still anxious to see where everything kind of plays out. You know, even with the the Baser thing, I mean, now everybody's in board for that. You know, or on online jumping on trying to. Uh, you know, face a champ, but we'll see what happens. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Let's start with that first. I mean, the the main event tonight was was Pete Dunne against uh, Damian Priest, the, the Archer right. for me. <laughs> right. uh, which I, I wrote down in my notes. I'm not really sure what he is. Right? I, it was almost like, is he supernatural? Is he going to be some sort of like Mordecai character? I'll answer that for you. Uh, okay, not to me. cut you off, but he's a modern day Gangrel. See, that's what I thought too. <laughs> I know we're, we're going out of order, bright guy. I don't right. know, but, but that's what I thought too. But it was like uh, Marlo said something like, "Oh, he's uh, we'd be in Studio Fifty Four popping bottles and yeah, talking to yeah, models." I'm like, yeah. "Gangrel never <laughs> yeah, did that. Yeah, Gangrel ain't there like slapping right. girls around. Like, hey, right, you know, right. it's just a kind of a weird thing." So 
I didn't think he was going to win until the middle of the match. Morrow says that, that Damian Priest is undefeated. I, I forgot he was. You know, I, I we had talked about that before. Like, I thought, you know, we're definitely giving it to Dunn, going that route, or it's going to be some kind of, you know, interference, obviously, with what happened before the match. Um, you know, I agree with you. Um, it's something that, you know, what we had talked about, I don't know if we should jump into yet, but where we are potentially going with these storylines with with you know Dunn obviously having that little conflict before the match um and then now priest you know being undefeated taking that win right. um where does that leave and does that mean that there's potential now um for Beller right you had a good point about so, about having that that little schmoz before we with, with Dunn and Dane and like they just snapped his finger right like what, what was that <laughs> and it was like okay work. see you later yeah uh, <laughs> and, but then, then Finn is saying you know uh I think quote like my past is my my future is my past or my past is my future there's a right. possibility that hey I mean, they may be he is a top heel top solo heel who's not an undisputed era right now uh your boy Bell can get, get his work in there the thing is though do you want to see that match do you want to see Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Even Balor versus Damian Priest. Uh, see, here's the, here's the thing, and we had talked about this too: is uh, who who what match do we really want to see with Balor? Who could really step up to that plate? Right. I mean, that's tough right now. You but, know, but I guess Dane will be the only other single heel. Uh, yeah. Even then, I'm not on. I personally, I'm not on board with Dane, but he has his fans, right? Right. True. So, I mean, that that's a tough call, and I think Priest is in one of the best positions to take that spot. You know, um, right. and that's even his character. You know, if you talk about Finn with like the demon and that whole vibe, and I, th- I mean, I think it'd be definitely an entertaining match. Sure. So, um, yeah, that's tough, but I mean, I think he's in a good spot. Just, just a little last thought about that. That pretty much before we move on. I like the fact that Full Sail actually gave that match its due. Uh, I felt like Full Sail was on their hands. Uh, granted, again, the matches didn't have the marquee names you see in the program, but the actual wrestling was dope. But I thought it was pretty right. solid. But it felt like they were just on this mute thing until the main event. And then that exchange that, yeah. that Priest had uh, with Don was kind of kind of totally well deserved. So I didn't know how uneven that was about. Just thoughts about them all all day with the the crowd. I mean, the crowd, the crowd seemed, it was up and down, but there were the moments you saw when they were just like, this is awesome, this is awesome, you know, and then chanting, yeah. you know, there's some good spots in there throughout, I think, all of the matches. Some of them, obviously, weren't as great, if, you know, obviously, right. um, but throughout, I think, the whole show as an, as a full package, I think there were some really great moments in there, and I think that's what kept the crowd engaged, and, you know, to, all the way to the end, because you got two hours now, you know, so right. at the end of that, it's one of those things where, you know, people could check out very easy, but this match, it lived up to its potential, they gave it a good push i mean the action in the ring was awesome um there were some really good spots in there mm-hmm. uh, so i mean i think overall i think the fans got a good show you know who's not checking out our chat roll the best chat roll in the business shout out to Zeno hour joseph boza lucci how you doing dang yep, mq yep. uh giving everyone out some some love out there external shockwave even though he and i were not seeing eye to eye <laughs> after the monday night after the show i still love you man uh all questions and comments and concerns are great we're here in the chat we're watching your questions so if you have anything make sure you reach out support the show with the super chat function it's an s in the box you can support the show that way and leave comments because we read everything but we, before we move on 
David Christopher, can you tell the world how they listen to this AfterBuzz show? Yeah. Other AfterBuzz shows? So definitely, uh, you know, obviously we can't do this without you guys. We love being here. We love doing what we do. We love talking and interacting with all you guys. So whether you're, you're watching us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you prefer, make sure you give us a thumbs up, those likes, give us top five rating. Top five. A ten. Yeah. Let us know how you feel, how you're digging the show, um, because we appreciate it. And again, we can't do this without you guys, and we love being able to do this. So make sure you give us that support, those thumbs up, leave us your comments. We love to talk to you guys smooth shout out to josh the dosh who offers <laughs> a comment on the itunes review uh this week who says quote always awesome to listen in on you guys great coverage and very entertaining exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point oh thank you yeah. thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wait, are you that. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, hey so so the show starts off with tomaso champa right his first match back against angel garza match that was set up because angel bumped him in backstage very very quick match now we're not really sure what Tommaso's Champa's uh, path is going to be, but it's looking more and more like he's going to be a face. Thoughts about that? I'm thinking the same thing, you know? Um, it, it, again, we, we were talking about that. Where is he going to go now? What's his path? And I think he is going to be a face. I think the crowd's trying to win him over. He's got that, you know, that buzz, that pump from coming back now. And I think that's just kind of the energy that we're feeling. And I yeah. think that's probably the best route for him in this position right now. You know, you know who doesn't like that? Adam Cole. He's trying to come out there and <laughs> right. like, hey, man, I know you call it goalie, but it's mine now. Right. Uh, takeover's on the horizon. I mean, it's the end of October. Survivor Series and all that's coming next month. It looks like it's going to be Champa versus Cole for, for that. Do you think Undisputed Era is going to retain here if that match is set up, or do you think it's going to be like a quick wrath for Goldie and Ciampa? Ah, you know, I, that's that's tough only because of how everything is starting to flip a little bit. You know, I want to say Adam's going to retain, of course. Yeah. I, you know, I would say that's a given. But again, Ciampa's got some, he's got some good heat right now. He's got a buzz. If he's going to be the face, I think it could potentially be a route that NXT might try out. Um, I mean, it's hard to say, but I'll say I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of that. Actually, Chopper, you know what? I'm gonna give it to you, man. Yeah. Yes, you're gonna take it. We'll see what happens. You're coming back from an injury. I'm rooting for the underdog, man. I I, I don't. It's kind of weird to me that he is a looks. Create Adam Cole. Tommaso looks like he's a face, but he like kicked the Mexican flag in the corner. Right, right. so come on, like man. come on, man. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, but uh, moving on, we had a, a, a dope tag team match in a different way. Uh, the Britain Brawlers, uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan against Imperium. And the reason why I say it's dope is it is one of the most technical, pure technical matches I've seen in like the last two, three weeks. The problem is, a lot of plain black trunks. It looks like it was pretty <laughs> boring. You can't show that kind of match with someone and say, oh my gosh, it's Danny Burch. Right. Uh, Imperium, even without Walter. Thoughts about them as a group and how they can like section off and have different computations and permutations? Um, I mean, it, overall, especially if you're talking about technical wrestling, man, I mean, that's that's their, their niche, right? That's what we're going to see with them, and I think that's what's going to help them evolve and find their way into this whole you know, NXT era. So, I mean, it's one of those things that I think... Just, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do going forward, to be honest. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I like uh, Imperium. And they, yeah. They're definitely, I like the fact that they're taking the old school thing. And, and right. technical wrestling is one of those things that I think now more and more talents have a base, even though they, they can do the, the flair and flippy stuff. But in personality, it doesn't have to be. I think the best technical wrestlers, you can argue, didn't have much personality. Dave Malenko, uh, Bret Hart was had a little bit, Lance Storm. Well, Arn Anderson, you know, the, Ar- that yeah. whole era. Like, oh, yeah, wow, that's, man, that's an OG. But yeah, that's, you know, that's exactly what I mean, what I'm yeah, about. That's... Uh, but I, I worry that because we also live in an era of like the the flash a bit that they may be seen as boring. So I just I don't know really sure what's next for them. I, see, I, I, I think that's 
in a way kind of good though, because like I said, that's their niche. You know, they they found that's them. That's what they're going to do. So I mean, we'll see if it works. But I, I feel because there's so much nostalgia going around right now. You know, it's kind of right. that time. Right. I think it might work for them. We'll we'll see. Time will tell. You know, but I think because we do have a whole lot of flash, it is the you know the evolution of the athlete. Um, right. But again, there's still that nostalgic factor there that some people still like to see that in that technical wrestling again. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, I like it. Yeah, for sure. I want to see what you guys think in the chat about the the idea of the rise of technical wrestling, maybe at the expense of some of the character or pyro or like kick pad ring gear. Just your thoughts about this classic wrestling. You know, that's wrestling. a way to throw it back <laughs> yeah. to the Saturday morning. Uh, right. <laughs> you know? Yes, sir. We get a quick promo uh, from, from Johnny Gargano, right? So... Here's the thing I want to ask you because you're a new person in the band, you're addition, you're permanent, you're 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 on the poster here at the NXT After Show. Over the past year, we've gone from saying John is a guy that hasn't get his due, and, and Jim Alexander disagree. You think he's like kind of a, a shrimp, right? But then it was like <laughs> we were all behind him the whole dark DIY thing. Then he got the title, and then it was like, well, Johnny, what else you got? And now he's coming back. Just your thoughts about Gargano, his career? Are you pro Gargano, neutral, or anti Gargano? Just... At, at this point, I, and now this probably isn't a popular answer, but I'll just say I'm neutral right now at this point because, again, like you mm. said, we, we've had. I know, I know, it's a boring <laughs> answer. I get it, but again, like he has had those ups and downs we it's it's to me personally when i'm watching him i'm like yeah what what is next for this guy where where is he gonna go so i don't want to say i'm necessarily against them but again i'm still trying to see where this guy's gonna go so um i'm, I'm kind of neutral and i know that's not a cool answer but that's okay. just kind of i'm waiting to see what happens does it bother they, they he calls himself johnny wrestling <laughs> i mean Ask you me have, question, punk rock, let me know i'll say okay from where he's at right now yes that's a bold statement you okay. know what i mean uh let's get you up to the the big dogs let's put you through oh. a couple of uh you know those top guys and i mean you got like guys like cmt best in the world uh cmt cm punk right. excuse me country uh, television is the best in the world right <laughs> i mean uh, you know we have the jericho which i don't know if i could say now but i mean we yeah. have him you know as best what he does you know bret hart way back Jay then McMahon, the best Jay, in the world. right exactly so you got you that's a bold <laughs> statement to put yourself up there with yeah. guys like that you yeah, know you so shade, yeah. yeah so i mean um, does that bother me? Yes, that bothers me. At this point, yes. So we were talking about this before the show, is that if you were you were talking about the possibility of you actually becoming a professional wrestler. Yes, sir. You would like to try, if given the opportunity. <laughs> well, here's if, the thing. If, here's if, the, here's if, the thing. I could have, this is a way back now, you know, I, I could have went out to the FCW and trained. FCW. Uh, you know, FCW. I was heavily involved with music. I was a professional musician, musician at one point. Uh, so I stuck with that. I did train with Rick Drayson here in Los Angeles to, uh, you know, some wrestling training so you can bump it all that day. stuff i know some bumps wow. um you know i have an mma background so i've competed um you know just amateur stuff early on and yeah. so yeah i'm definitely you know i'm an athlete i've competed on tv as an athlete um so it's one of those things that absolutely i want to do it yeah wait um, you competed on tv as an athlete yeah I, and when and i was actually on steve austin's broken skull challenge what um yeah so you can so basically choke me out three different sports. Cold. <laughs> that's not, just call me Steve. yeah uh, <laughs> so uh, we were talking about the idea of would you try out Right, Absolutely. so we're look. We actually Googled it, and I didn't even know this has existed. But there's actually the site, the WWEPerformanceCenter.com. <laughs> it's like that easy with a giant big red <laughs> apply now button. Uh, I think we should all go for it. We should go have a party. We should all go to your house, get you know, get some like some health drinks and not, <laughs> right. not get beer and just apply and see what happens. You know, if it's that, that crazy. Um, yeah. I have no athletic skill to save my life. I tried. I'm so bad, and when I play like 
like pick up basketball, my opponents help me out. Look, bro, just plant <laughs> your feet here and you shoot. It'd be great. Uh, but if you want to go for it, man, I think you should. That'd be hey, awesome. Hey, but basketball is a team game, bro. That's <laughs> all right. That's okay. It's a team yeah, sport. Yeah, that's right. Know? LA LeBron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 moving on, we had our first uh, women's match of the night. Uh, Io Shirai against Caden Carter. Uh, Caden Carter, I'm not sure how familiar you are with her because she has only been in a couple matches, but she's about five years in the game. Was in the Marion Classic last year under the, the name Lacey Lane, which is mm. really why it's kind of like this link here. I understand that. There's already Lacey on the roster. Yeah. I like Caden Carter. There's a lot of upside to her. Uh, she's built from the Philippine Islands. Uh, well, I'm not sure how that's going to relate to her character, but the first, the last two times she's on TV, she takes a loss. Io Shirai is on this rocket. She's a top heel of the company. I understand you have to get new talents out there, but it, it, does that really hinder new talent when they are shown so infrequently and they lose? Or do wins and losses don't even matter? I mean, it, that's that's a question because you have seen both sides. You have seen where these losses can hinder. It depends on the buildup, and obviously, you know, Shirai, they're, they're building her up. She's she's the heel. She's the big dog. You know, in that situation. So I think that's the route they're pushing right now. It could it could be a bad thing, but again, it's still too early on. Yeah, wins and losses don't matter right, at this right. level. Well, the chat back to the whole Gargano Gargano thing. Most of them seem to be on Gargano's side. They are pro Gargano, okay, and it looks like right. he's going to be a, a NXT lifer. Whatever it means. So <laughs> I don't think he's going to headline WrestleMania anytime. But he might headline a takeover. That'd right, be, right. be kind of cool. Uh, the match itself was good. The Io Shirai match was great. Uh, she gets in the microphone. Io Shirai does uh, cuts a promo saying it's it's her. She's the next person in line. Rhea Ripley comes out. Not having it, right. being all large and imposing as we see here on the chat. Uh, Jack Farmer, who is my good friend, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, <laughs> not, not on Wednesday night, uh, <laughs> always said that Rhea Ripley had a built-in look. I mean, she looks like she is dominant even here and across the pond. Absolutely, there's always been a question here about the idea of a tweener, right? The idea that somebody can go be a face or a heel in the women's division. Do you think Rhea has that range, or am I just having the wishful? thinking because she's willing to beat everyone up at any point in time. I think naturally when you look at it, you're going to think heel. Uh, absolutely. She does have that built-in look. But again, we've seen so much. I mean, when you think about it, look at, look at Stone Cold, which is one of the biggest wrestlers of all time, right? I mean, right. he was essentially heel um, turned face, but I mean, he's a badass. He's got right. that built-in look, but he was he was a face at the same time, you know? Um, so, I mean, it's one of those things that, yeah, she does naturally have that look where you think right away, this is this is the bad guy. But um, Right. You you never know. I mean, it just depends on what the story. You, know, you, know, you never you never do know because uh, even on NXT UK, which is a show that I don't watch as often as I should, but I watched last week's episode. She seems to be like this uh, this anti hero. Like, yeah. I, I'll help you out in the match, not because I like you, but because I want to make sure my opponent gets. You know, it's kind of a right, right. a real thing. So we, uh, moving on to that, we get a so it's the best of three, right? Keith Lee, Dominic Dajakovic. Because of that video we saw earlier the night where Velveteen Dream, Dream was decimated by the disputed era William Regal Lord William Regal says this is going to be for the number one contender for Roderick Strong's NA title match Keith Lee Dominic Dajakovic three thoughts on the match overall first before we get to nitty gritty first of all I thought it was funny how quickly that happened you know it was all of a sudden like oh then here's really there's you know there's this interruption then there's William Regal and here's the match it was kind of like <laughs> I mean, obviously, we know it's already laid out, but it right. just happened so quick. Yeah. Like, He's on. like, I knew this would happen. Right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. like, um, I mean, of course. Yeah, that's going to be a great match. Absolutely. Um, are you asking me what direction you think it's going? No, it's the thought about the match itself. The, the, the third match. I mean, Keith Lee and Dominic Djokovic had three matches in NXT, but they've been going at it with each other for about 
I'll say eight years, maybe. Maybe yeah. they've been doing it in the news for a long time. Thoughts about this match? Forget about the NA title implications going into it, because Full Sail didn't look like they were interested in this one. I, I gotta be honest with you, it was. I felt like they were trying to make it way different because they had done this match before. But once you added the NA title stipulation, they could have just said, "Let's give you the cheeseburger. Let's give you what right. we were used to." They didn't do that. So I just want to see your thoughts if you agree or disagree about that. Personally, I, I like the match overall. Okay. I and mean, there were some times, and there was a little, eh, you know. But um, I think the spots were really good um i mean dangerous dangerous yeah that one with lee where he almost he basically landed on his neck was pretty bad right. um basking I mean, his I, glory I mean, <laughs> yeah. the guy is size man the way he moves is this lettuces i mean that's you know i'm impressed i'm very impressed um and i, th- I thought the match was fun i mean there was moments in there yeah i got it like okay but again they're bigger guys it's it's one of those things they're not necessarily that fast paced yeah um so you're gonna expect that a little bit but. i'm gonna get myself in trouble here guys I'm, I'm not turning heel i am not a body shamer if you guys didn't know anything about me my personal life i used to weigh 375 pounds myself now wow. thank you so yeah, much thank you so amazing, much man. thanks nice. man appreciate it uh subway diet it really works um <laughs> keith lee is a fantastic talent but he kind of reminds me of of baseball's babe ruth that a guy that just has his natural talent but never trained do you think that Keith Lee, as, a, as limitless as he is, could have a higher ceiling if he were just, you know, just a little bit more trimmed? Or am I just looking too into the physicality of the male form as a wrestling professional? I think that's a fair question. I do. Um, because he clearly has a talent. And again, you know, this is one of those, this is a sport where you have to be able to go. Um, and if he did increase that cardio, he, he trimmed up a little bit. I mean, I think he can definitely push it a little bit more. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. It's only going to hinder you not to, right? So Absolutely. I would say, I would say yes. And I almost, you know, you're throwing back a Babe Ruth. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Junkyard Dog a little bit. That's okay. Kind of All right. Yeah. yeah. That's way back. You Different know kind of throwback. I mean? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Junkyard Dog is um, amazing. If you guys haven't seen his matches, you pretty should. He was, he was yeah. a legend, very underrated during this time. Right. Uh, the, the matches that was slow, I thought, but, but the idea now, because Roderick Strong got involved in the match, it was a non finish. Regal comes out, like you were saying, like, triple threat match. Right. Does Roderick Strong retain, or does or does Keith Lee or Dominic Dajakovic get the NA title? I'm going to say he retains right now, but I mean, Keith Lee's getting, I think he's getting a good push, man. I think the crowd's starting to win him over. I mean, they're, you know, as you saw in this match, at least I saw, um, the crowd was into him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the most charismatic guy on the brand. Absolutely. So, I mean, I want to say he retains and maybe they keep that feud going a little bit. Yeah. Um, But I I can see Lee taking the title down the road. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Keith Lee. Absolutely. Uh, Here's one of the matches I was talking about. Moving on, where you kind of knew the result was going in. So the the graphic came up, Matt Rill in action, which is always a sign. It's going to be a squash match. But we took on was Bronson Reed. Someone from the breakout tournament didn't go pretty far. uh, Definitely weighed a lot more than Matt Riddle, but Matt Riddle gets the the win. There's thoughts about this. Back to the idea of, of not seeing Bronson in so many weeks, and then his last two outings were losses, and he basically took a lot of offense, like, in a row. It was almost like he was not hitting the reverse button on time because Matt Riddle was playing on, on God mode. Thoughts about that match? Um, I mean, again, it's one of those things where, I, you know, sometimes they're just using guys as fall guys or they're just seeing where they play out and, you know, with the crowd, how they're doing. I mean, again, like you said, he's been he's been gone. He's taking these falls. Uh, I, I didn't expect a whole lot, to be honest. Yeah. You know? And that's what we got, I think. Well, Matt Riddle has to get his heat back, right? Because right, he right. definitely lost a couple of those big matches as well. But exactly. I like Bronson Reed, the former Jonah Rock. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm just looking into it too too narrowly. He's going to be like a champion in a year's time. <laughs> yeah. But I just felt like, man, I mean, there's competitive matches and there's squashes. And what we got was a competitive match that turned into a squash, right. which was kind of weird right. to me to watch. But, hey, you know, not all matches can be what I like, right? right. It has to be something right. that I can appreciate or... Or whatever, and uh, also moving 
moving on, we had a little quick uh, injury report about Kushida and his match against Walter last week. Uh, I'm not sure how real these injury reports are, but right. he's risked his injuries out for a month. So that was solving the problem that I was having last week about where does Kushida go? Because he was all he was once undefeated as well. Of what does he do for the next hour or so? Uh, moving on, second women's match tonight: Tegan Knox versus Tainara. Uh, I know you're a martial artist. I, I know Tainara is another person that we've seen a couple times. Tegan Knox returning from injury, like her partner Dakota Kai, which also makes an appearance. Besides also the match, I want to see your thoughts about about the prospect of coming back from injury, right? We're all like, imagine we're virtual GMs and someone goes, hey, Tegan Knox, you're like, wow, it's a fantastic competitor, but she had two repaired ACLs. Uh, are we worried about her upside or is it just pretty much just keep going on faith? Um, you know what? I, it, it's both. I think, obviously, they're having faith in her because they put her back out there. But two, it's always going to be on the back of your mind. And I think even just for Knox, you know, once you know, once you have an injury like that, and you've heard many wrestlers talk about it, it's something that's kind of sticks with you, right? So right. I think that's always going to be something that's that's there. Um, she performed great tonight. Obviously, yeah. she killed it. She did good. Um, and me, I always root for, you know, like I said, the underdog, make those comebacks. She came back. She did great. Um, you know, I hope this doesn't affect her long-term down the road. You know, right. um, We'll see what happens with her. But again, I I also was with Tainara at the same time, you know? Like, I think she did great. She had a great match. Um, you know, of course, they're going to give it to Knox, but I would sure. like to see it go the other way, to yeah, be honest. There's always that thing about, about the physical recovery and the psychological recovery. Like, right. you know, my, I, I can't say that. There's always that part where you have to trust your body again to do the certain things. Mark Donica's in the chat. What's up, Mark? What up? What's oh, up? At the Buzz OG saying the injury reports are legit. So there's there's that. that there I didn't we go. <laughs> shout, shout out to Kushida. Right? Right. Um, it's it's confirmed. It's real because the internet says so. Yeah, the internet says so. And maybe <laughs> you can flip a coin. We don't know what's going right. on with that. Uh, <laughs> so also, Velveteen Dream is out for a different amount of time as well. So mm-hmm. injury reports are all over the place. Right. <laughs> um, so we have, moving on, we have... I was waiting for that right, guy. Uh, since I have no cocoa butter to sell <laughs> and there's no uh, boudoir, it's now time for probably this boo thing of the week where I talk about people or ladies out there, our female talent who do things a little bit out of the order and give you a little bit of a spotlight, a little shout out. I want to give out the Tegan Knox because we just mentioned before, coming back from injury, her second ACL repair, and then her career, and she's still going out there, new gear, new vibe, new intensity. Like I said before, there's always a physical balance of things and always trusting your body and to be able to go back out there and not say, well, I'm done. Gotta give it to the lady with the shiniest wizard, Miss Tegan Knox. And that's why you are this week's <laughs> there it is. There the it week. is. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely yeah. done. Walk me through the boa match. <laughs> boa, Killian Dane, the Chinese <sighs> superstar, young, good looking. Killian Dane, not as good looking. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic talent. I, 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 you talk about squash matches. I, I mean, you know, I'm probably wrong for this, but I felt like this was a squash match, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looked pretty early on what was going to happen. And. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. I wasn't too entertained, to be honest. Yeah, I, I have, like, the upset of Boa. Boa looks like the yeah. kind of guy that you'll see on the programs with the trucks, or he'll do, like, the Today Show or the National Appearances. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think, even though, again, it makes sense to have a squash match because he was injured by Killian Dane. Yeah. Um, the problem I always have with Dane's return is you haven't given me reason to care. Now, I'll take that back because that thing with Pete Dunne, Mm. And that quick interaction was like, okay, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. But by the time I'm watching this match and I see the third Vader bomb, I go, well, what's the point? You've destroyed 
Boa, right? right? If you did that to Finn Balor, that's a whole a sibling, yeah. different, like, my mom would say, pot of pumpkin. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you came out and destroyed a guy who was already injured, so I don't really know what his upside is. I felt like for the longest time he was aiming to what a storyline. Hopefully the Pete Dunne thing comes out because, frankly, Killian Dane's a kind of aggressive um, talent that someone who's also, like, methodical would be great. Right. Like, he would work with a Ciampa. He would work with a, a Pete Dunne. Um, I know we're kind of getting ahead in predictions if you do that now, but Killian Dane, Pete Dunne, thoughts about that if that comes to Absolutely, and I think it's I think it's going to happen. I mean that we already had that nice little setup in the beginning, which was kind of funny because I mean he essentially breaks his fingers, and then it's just like, all right, see you later, going to the match. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that, okay. <laughs> so, like, ah, yeah, yeah, like um, you know. So again, I think that's also with the boa that was just a setup to show the dominance, the power of Dane. You know, like pretty much just make quick work of him, and then that altercation happens, and it obviously now makes sense seeing what happened with Priest that that looks like the direction that that's going which I think that'll be a good feud too you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. that'd be great to watch especially uh, getting Balor back in the next like you were saying yeah exactly uh, we're going to open the phone lines now remember the number to call is 424-354-8302 excuse me again shout out to everyone in the chat having the time of the week yeah boo thing of the week man cause you know there's no <laughs> boo just don't tell TDK because on Monday I knew the boo and they totally ratted me out and TK's like no. so you keep the boo on Monday and I was like oh, please don't hurt me TK <laughs> uh, so two matches were set up uh, for for next week uh, we have quote officially the nightmare Rhea Ripley against Bianca Belair thoughts about this match and what it means for the women's division I think we kind of, I think we kind of gone over this last time, but I mean, uh, obviously, I'm with Ripley. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. It's great for you know the women, of course. Um, but I think this direction. I mean, it's interesting to see uh, who do you who do you feel is going to be more of the face in this one. That's my point. It feels yeah. like it's two heels on paper, right? If, and which doesn't usually work out. But it's NXT where what's an alignment? If you're badass or if you're fun or, or what have yeah. you. Um, I'm I, I I feel like Bianca is going to play more the face just because even though she's stronger Rhea Ripley's size is so imposing right. it makes a lot more sense but that's just my opinion no, I mean that's that's what you would assume the natural story is right you know and it's again it's going to all come down to the direction of course that they want to go you know with the writing um, but I think personally you know I think it makes more sense to go with Ripley because that just looks so much more like entertaining when you see two giants going oh out, yeah you know yeah. so it's funny how Ripley's on both divisions NXT UK and NXT she's right. like just flying making these fucking fire miles Zeno uh, <laughs> Hour says believe in Boa I do I, I actually like Boa I like him a lot I don't like the fact that his gear is too close to Tazawa's but that's that's something you can change I like the fact that he's young and he's fresh faced and has yeah. a dope move set but, yeah don't get me wrong I'm not, I'm not hating on Boa at all I'm yeah. just saying it, it, you know they just kind of squashed him, you know, like in this match, I think it could have been a little bit better for him. Um, yeah, you know, that's all. I, again, I love squash matches too. That they serve a purpose. Yeah, uh, I think on an episode like today, you could have done with like one bitter bomb. Right, you know, the point would have been put <laughs> right. across. Yeah, uh, and the other one, uh, other shot was a triple threat match of Strong Lee, uh, um, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic. Now we said that we think that Roderick Strong is going to retain. Right. Here's a question I have for you though. Does Roderick Strong retain this match clean? Like, does he like get away with murder, or does the undisputed era get involved of course, and causes a tipping of the scales? Uh, of course, they get involved, you know. And I think that's what's going to carry out the storyline. And I think Lee and him are going to have that rivalry for a while to eventually where Lee takes it. Okay. But I mean, he's that's you know he's he's the heel. That's what's going to happen. You See, know? I think so too. But here's a counterpoint. Because of all the four guys, right? You got Adam Cole, bye bye. You got you got the Red Dragon. You got O'Reilly and Fish. It always seemed to me when Roderick Strong was added, he was that guy. He was the fourth guy. If he won this match clean, 
They may cement him more as a threat. But there is that specter there being like, well, my man's in a fight. My gang won't be like, whatever. Right. <laughs> Let me know if he right. win or not. <laughs> right. But I would love to see him win a match clean like that where strictly his moves or whatever. Well, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's got the talent, too. You know, yeah, so, he's got yeah. the talent, too. Uh, you guys, can um, the phone lines are still open. 424-354-8302. That's, once again, 424-354-8302. We had talked about guys on the breakout tournament being featured um, more more or less than than what you think they would be. Like Jordan Miles won the tournament, had a match against Adam Cole, and kind of faded out. Cameron Grimes was on a tear for a couple weeks. But we haven't seen them. The breakout tournament guys, um, I feel like they may get lost in the shuffle. But what can they do? What, if you had these eight guys, what would you do to keep them keep them on top of mind? You know, again, it's you're going to have your impact players, of course. You know, the fact that you're bringing Finn back, you got Adam Cole, you got you know chomping out. I mean, those guys are going to take you know the glory, of course. So depending on how you're going to sprinkle out these new guys, you're going to have to make it interesting amongst those guys, right? Because if you have the the main guys leading the roster, it's going to obviously naturally be about those guys. So until you have something that makes sense, you have another breakout star amongst those breakout stars, you know? Um, I mean, it's going to always probably kind of seem like second best, you know? Oh, I think we have our first call. You're on the air. What's your name? What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Aaron from from Houston. What What's up, up Aaron? Aaron? Houston. What's going on? Hey, I just had a question. Um, do do y'all think they're they're building up a future Rhea versus Tegan kind of rivalry uh, with with what happened in 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 the classic? And what about a Vel Velveteen Dream or someone like uh, causing Rod Roderick Strong to lose the the title next week? And that way they they can, can can continue their 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 feud after that match. Oh, that's that's a good question. Thanks for your call, man. Look, the the rear Ripley Tegan Knox thing it's built in. That's always great, and it's one thing you can hot shot and say, "Hey, Tegan's healthy. Let's do it," because you know you're in my spot or what have you. But then at the same time, we're talking like the like the Miz, Daniel Bryan, or like Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston. You can come back to at any point in time. I would love to do that. Um, it's hard to say that because both Tegan Knox and Rhea Ripley are on, on both NXT brands simultaneously. Either you would have to like make a storyline that spreads across those two things which is kind of cool I can't lie or you have to like drill it down and say here's this four week or this six week or this eight week program is why they're doing it now as far as dream causing Roderick Strong the match what are you about? think about that that's interesting that's an interesting take to be honest um, I mean I already gave my take on what I think is going to happen but I yeah. mean that's that's obviously I mean that would be interesting to be yeah I was, yeah, yeah I mean, great because I, I feel like more and more that they're trying to tweak the dream. I feel right. like they're going to give us the same flamboyant guy we like. They're going to give us the guy with the third eye and the dream over. <laughs> right. and, and the dope hair because I'm jealous <laughs> of having hair. Well, but but he's not going to be the Prince-like clone. He's not going to be the guy that's going to look like, oh, you're cosplaying as the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be <laughs> like your own that. man. But oh, no, yeah. time will tell, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah man, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no problem. Uh, so... Takeover, uh, the November Takeover, also known as War Games, the last two years has been Undisputed Era. Those guys, it's, it's been their signature match. And there was talk. Uh, we have Ooh, another call? call? We do have another call. Do you want to take it real quick? Yeah, let's take a let's call real it. quick. Here you are. You're live with NXT After Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, my name is uh, Lucci from Brooklyn. Lucci, hey, Brooklyn's in the house. What's up, man? Where are you from, man? 
I'm from uh, Flatbush. I'm from Flatlands. You know what's up, man. Shout out to King's Plaza. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Brooklyn, right. man. You know how we do it. You know, you built the building. <laughs> you know how we do it over here. <laughs> what's good, man? Um, I can help you. I didn't really have I didn't really have so much of a question, just food for thought. Okay. Like, do you think they could stretch the Adam Cole and the um Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa rivalry for Royal Rumble? Only because this is like the first rivalry that um Adam Cole really had apart from Johnny Gargano because he did it three times. Yeah. Like, uh, do you think because War Games is coming up and I think uh, the undisputed arrow is going to be in the cage, mm-hmm. but. So it probably, probably not because Imperium is there, but I'm only saying that because I think that they could stretch the Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Adam Cole like undisputed era comes and ruin the match, or you know stretch it out. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's a very good question. And that, in fact, that was a question I was going to say. Uh, the undisputed era signature match seems to be War Games. As much as I like Imperium against them in that match, I would not do it only because since Undisputed Era has all the titles at once, putting them with Imperium will make that match completely top heavy. Once you have the, the it looked like they were setting up Dream and Chiampa to have a kind of like this right. like unholy alliance and maybe another person in there to to have that like counter team. That way you free up Imperium to have other matches on that card. I mean, as much as we love the War Games match and, it, and it's amazing, unless you're adding a third team, which also could be a possibility. I don't see them like putting all eight guys in that match and making the rest just like things that have not been set up but to answer your original question absolutely because war games uh, is mm-hmm. a great kind of side diversion but when it comes down to it that takeover of Royal Rumble and that takeover of WrestleMania that's the premier stuff Tommaso Ciampa's story yeah. of recovery is amazing yeah and I, I believe it's there the fans want to see it it's one of those rivalries that you, you can definitely take that thing for a good while for a good while you know what I mean and then um, now that you know the heat with Ciampa coming back it's one of those things that it's it's going to be at the top of, I think, the best it could be. You know, if they, if they, I'm just going to say, I don't think Cole's going to lose it. He won't lose it. It'll probably carry out maybe till the very end. Maybe if they drag it out a couple of different matches, maybe at the end, I think he'll take it. But ultimately, I think Cole's going to retain, you know, depending on how long they drag yeah. it out. Bye, bye. And Rod, Flo Bo. Yeah. Fresh, man. Yeah, man. Thank and you, you so are, much. And you are, and you are the Virgil of the pad. I'm sad to say it. I'm not the virgin. <laughs> Did he call you a virgin? No. <laughs> so on Monday night, the guy we can't talk about on Wednesday was on this rusting doppelganger. I got Apollo Cruz, Tyler O'Neill, all of my guys in the roster, and this dude told me Virgil. Could you kidding me, yo? Dang. Now, thanks for your call, man. Oh, appreciate it, Lucian. Hey, thank you, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, but it's almost time for us to almost get out of here. I gotta ask you this: Where can the world find you online? You can find me at David underscore Christopher underscore official on Instagram. Um, you can find me at Fit TV Network, or just search me in that Google web. You'll find some stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be a future <laughs> WWE superstar. My name is Flobo Boyce. You can follow me at Flobo Boyce on Twitter at Flobito on Instagram, and of course Flobito.com. Monday night, we're back here for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown is actually moving to Sunday, so make sure that's gonna be uh, on your calendar as well. Well, but until next time, buzz you later. Have a good night, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 